everybody, this is Johnny from the Beers and Lot Podcast. Welcome to episode six. We're going to get right into the Stanley Cup Finals. It stands one game apiece between Dallas and Tampa. Also, is Steven Stamkos playing in this series? He's taken a few practice loops. We'll see what happens with that. We dive into Beer League story time very quickly as we talk about some of the coaching exploits we've had previously. And Peter Angelo, does he fit in the six with the Toronto Maple Leafs? Welcome to episode six. Make sure you like, subscribe on our social media channels, and let's get at it. I think it's about time for beers. I don't know about you guys. Yes. Always. With me? It's always time for beers. Beers time. Let's beer go. Time. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That one looked like it stung the nostrils, John. What are you drinking oh. tonight? <laughs> it's not Sex Panther IPA, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, I have a, uh, flying dog thunder peel this evening, Whoa. flying dog located in gorgeous Frederick, Maryland. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what about you, Danny? What are you drinking? Coastal love, hazy IPA, but wicked weed brewing. Very tasty. Ooh. Hazy. What you, what you got, Aaron? <laughs> I've got another Moosehead Rattler. <laughs> Weird. Weird. I've got a cache of these. <laughs> so i see you don't like variety <laughs> well it's what's available <laughs> summer's over aaron he's the only man on the east coast that still has moose at radlers <laughs> left right. after uh labor day look look for him on uh drizzly i guess what's that yeah what's yeah. that service that sells it like door door no, yeah like the uber yeah they'll moves. deliver it yeah uh, aaron's <laughs> gonna set up his own account <laughs> Just sell Rattlers. <laughs> Gonna deliver drizzly. They, they are good. I will say that. <laughs> no, Moosehead Rattlers are very good. The time good. is definitely running out. Yeah, it's definitely not summertime anymore. It was 38 <laughs> degrees this morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, Aaron. Get with it. <laughs> How about you, Eric? What are you drinking? So uh, I have I have a, a flying dog brew as well, uh, John Walker. I have their <laughs> 30th anniversary beer because flying dog is 30 years old now. It's called uh, Great Job. It's a West Coast-style double IPA. Uh, it's courtesy of our our good friend and teammate, Brandon McGee, who is uh, over at Flying Dog. He brought it by today. Excellent. So, yeah. Right on, Teller. Pretty tasty. Pretty good. A bottle nice. as well. If you're, yeah, look at the look at the artwork. Ralph Steadman. Always on oh, very point. Very nice. Yeah. Always on yeah. point. Yeah. If you're a hophead, it's pretty good. Good stuff. Very nice. So what's on the docket tonight? We uh, we saw game two yesterday. Series is evened up. Much better showing out of the bolts this time around in the first game, or as opposed to the first game. I, I like Tampa's performance. I actually thought their third period in game one was very encouraging for them. Dallas still... Analytically, and I'm sure you know people complain, but analytically, Dallas is just not a very strong team. Now they are winning on the scoreboard when it matters. Bannered into the Cup final a negative two goal differential. If you would have just saw Game One, you wouldn't have thought that. Um, but then Tampa in Period Three really took it to them and get on the scoreboard. But last night they really got to Kadobin by doing everything Tampa does really well. They put pucks to space. They move the puck around. And the one thing they kind of stole out of Dallas's playbook, I thought, was they started putting a lot more pucks on net. They were kind of, I wouldn't say definitely like 
looking for the prettiest goals. They were still shooting the puck, but last night you could tell there was a conscious effort on all parties on their team just to make sure that puck is going to the net at all times. Got to go north. It's kind of that's kind of funny because uh, like I thought I thought Dallas started really well in game two. Um, they were really controlling play and they were driving play until they got into penalty trouble and then tampa kind of said you know what we're gonna like score on these power plays and take the game over and just run with it and they did um the other thing that that's that was kind of weird was you know john you're saying like tampa decided like we're just gonna start getting pucks on net at the same time i thought and you know the 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 guys on the broadcast like you know Ed Olchek and and those type of guys were remarking on the fact that Dallas would get the puck to the middle particularly uh Radulov would get the puck to the middle of the ice and then not shoot he would defer to someone else i, I guess you know trying to get Vasilevsky to move or something like that but it was it was kind of interesting it was like a role reversal between game 1 and game 2 where Dallas all of a sudden became very selective and Tampa just said, you know what, we're going to take the puck over and like get all these, all these shots against Kadovin. Well, Tampa, Tampa generally does outshoot their opponents, but Tampa definitely, there are three or four shots. I can remember uh, maybe a few from Kucherov where normally some of those angles that he had, he made an effort just to get it to the net at this point. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Tampa too, especially after that first game, it really got him on their heels. Victor Hedman kind of looked I wouldn't say he looked up to his normal, you know, the Victor Hedman we're used to. He he looked pretty average almost. And you could say that maybe because on playoff run, bubble fatigue, Dallas hits more, all that. But I think at this point, Tampa's, I mean, I, I think that's the MO against Tampa. You got to go after the defensemen. They're all going to do that, especially Hedman. Dallas did a good job of stopping the bleed, though, because Tampa took it to him in the first, but they didn't score at all in the second or third. No, they kind of hanging on. on. Yeah, they did. So I think they, I think it was just they had a bad period. Like like Riggs said, they got into penalty trouble. But I think they, I think they kind of locked it down throughout the rest of the game and started to mount, you know, mount a comeback. Couldn't get it done, but I think that's good for the next game moving on. Yeah, if they just rolled over and accepted that three zero after the first period, then yeah, that would that would not have bode well for their coming games because like you said at least they can build off of their uh second and third periods and take that in momentum into the next game the one thing i did really kind of notice about that game last night too there was a lot more kind of snarl i mean there's a little more gamesmanship too just the physicality of the series is starting to pick up i think a lot you know both teams realize the opportunity to hand there's a lot of guys on both sides of the ice that have been around for a while either this chip on their shoulder because they missed out on close opportunities or realize that this may be their only one shot at a cup final and a, and a cup victory, especially. Can Dallas afford to play that way though? Like if, <clears throat> if they're going to get sucked into all that and they're going to take penalties like they were and Tampa is going to, you know, adjust the way that they did and start scoring goals on those power plays you know, can da- can Dallas really afford to play that style of game and expect to be successful? 
I would say like they have to be they have to be really disciplined. They can't they can't run around. They can't get sucked into you know some of the stuff that was going on in game two that did get them into penalty trouble. You know things were happening after whistles, and then when play would start up again, they were kind of free with sticks, and uh, they were coming in late and and things like that, like. I don't know if that's a good strategy for them against Tampa, who whose power play seems to have woken up. Yeah, the, heading into it, they were not doing very well. They were clicking under 20%. And especially if you're Tampa 2, you kind of you live by the sword, die by the sword. I think even, even strength, special teams, they're going to find a way to score with that mm-hmm. roster and the way they play. They will. The one thing, though, Dallas, and I'm not saying this is maybe cliche, but Columbus last year, they pushed him around early and they had their way with him in the first round. Columbus yeah. tried to do it this year. It didn't work very well against Tampa. Tampa kind of did the same thing. One, you could say Dallas definitely pushed him around a little bit. Tampa was there the whole game. Now Tampa, it almost looks like they're the aggressor. So they're scoring goals and they're going to, you know, kind of initiate the physical play and kind of do the nonsense after the whistle, which you could say does or does not get you off your rocker. But, I mean, if you're going to be Dallas, like like you said, taking an extra penalty or taking, you know, two or three guys to the box, you know, in a given play, that's not a good recipe for Dallas, especially since not everyone on their team is – well, Joe Henley scored in game one, so that helps. But, you know, you know who's going to do the scoring for Dallas. Tampa, it's – they have their main players, but there's a lot more guys that are doing it by committee on yeah. that team. Yeah. Both teams are – pretty physical throughout the playoffs uh i saw a graphic today i was trying to find it dallas i I think is the in the top three in hitting in this uh postseason and the lightning were uh number six so both teams are not afraid to hit i guess it's just whoever wears out who first (laughs) well and would you say dallas is closer to the top because they don't have a puck I would say that's part of it too. Possibly. Yes. They got some big boys too. <laughs> they do have some big boys. I mean, we were talking about in our one group text, uh, Jamie Oleksiak, who really has played well this playoffs. He's one of kind of the unsung heroes on that Dallas decor. The Penguins got him and traded him away 12 months later. Uh, Jim Rutherford has done that five times since he's been with the Penguins. Thanks, Jim. Um, <laughs> but you know, a guy that maybe a lot of people didn't see a lot of value in being six seven. Um, but he, he can move the puck. He's he's a smart guy and he's really physical. He knows what he's doing out there. He's got hands he's, too. Yeah. He he skates yeah, very, very he, well. He has some skill. He's not just mm-hmm. that big dumb defenseman that runs around and hits people and stuff. I, I wanna go back to gamesmanship though. Is is Stamkos coming back? For I think everybody Stanley wants to see it. I would, I would love to see Stamkos because I like him. I like him as a player. I think he's a good dude. He's very soft-spoken. But I don't like what you're kind of saying. If he's not going to play, why is he taking warm-ups? Why is he? Why is, why is Cooper he talking about him? Like he's like John Cooper almost baits the media to ask you know ask about Stamkos's status for the next game like every day and you know i i tend to think like if if the coach is talking about a player he's probably close 
but is this is this just all like gamesmanship bullshit that it could be because you know dallas has to invest the cycles into figuring out what they're going to do if he's playing so it it might be a distraction it might also be that he is coming back who knows i i think it's smart to play it up though Dammer hasn't played a single minute and he's been in the bubble the entire time. So that yeah. that's a, a little strange. I get you want to be there the entire time, but I don't see him to begin with. I don't see him going to the bubble in the event they don't play or he plays. I should say. I mean, I do. He's now in this. It's I, now I, the Stanley I, cup finals. So Members of the team being in the bubble doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but he's been there. A max, he's been there since he's been July. The whole time. Yeah, he's been there well, the whole time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, but he's also one it's of the stars weeks. of the team, etc. So if they are close to the cup, if he's playing or not, he's going to stay there so that he can celebrate with the team yeah. and win. I don't know. It just it's it seems there's got to be something there. I want something to be there because I, I like him too. Like he's one of the good guys in the league, right? And yeah, sure. yeah you, you root for a guy like that, right? And you and he's a skilled player. He's a talented player. He's exciting. Like he's put up a ton of points and goals. Like I want to see him play. I want to see him play. I want to see them win if he plays, so he can accept the cup as the captain of that team. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe that's just me projecting. <laughs> <laughs> and and the one thing the one thing too if you're if you're Tampa and John Cooper and Stam, Steven Stamkos they've been dressing 7D the entire playoffs until last night they dressed 60 yeah. just let everyone to believe oh another forwards drawing in yeah and it wasn't Stamkos yeah so you got to think if Stamkos is let's say hypothetically going to take that 12th forward spot a is he going to play 60 minutes now we understand that's not going to be Kucherov or point minutes because he'll probably see, I would imagine, a lot of special teams yeah, and maybe play. some offensive zone starts, stuff like that. Yeah. What if you, and they didn't even say he's unfit to play using air quotes here. What, so what is his injury? Is it something where if he skates, it hurts you and then now you're down another forward? Yeah. They, they right. didn't say, they, they're not using the term unfit for play with him anymore. They're using the term unlikely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's a step forward, right? <laughs> and so even and even that's watching, what I'm like. Okay, like he could. It skate, could happen, right? Like it could happen. Play. Yeah, and even watching kind of the drills they're doing in practice, and I understand it's you know Stanley Cup final type practice where there it's a lot of flow stuff, special team stuff. You know, you're not really doing any battle drills or anything like that. But he's just taking like the normal line rushes, practicing one timers, and that's really all you see. So. Looking at those videos, it's kind of like, oh, it's another Tuesday morning for Stamkos. Yeah, practice. yeah. So yeah. there's no way to even understand what's wrong, what's not wrong. And I remember we kind of talked about it a while ago. He was rehabbing from a lower body body injury, and then thing in the rehab or something that affects something. He like had that. an abdominal thing during yeah. the season. He missed a ton of time. The break was good for him, and I. Th- I, I think the story is that he was better and he came back to like the return to play camp or practices or whatever it was called. And he re-injured himself, but I don't think it was ever clear if like it was the same abdominal thing or if it was something new or, or whatever. But the bottom line was the guy wasn't going to play yeah. from 
July on. So I want him to play. <laughs> and I think I think if you're Tampa, I'm really too, trying here. Yeah. I, I think if you're Tampa, you get a guy like that back on your power play too. Oh, and if yeah. Dallas is going to give you two dude, to four power plays a game, dude, he like everybody's like, oh, Ovechkin's office is that left wing circle with the right hand shot. Stamkos is the guy where no, he's that's the original guy. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. It might be Ovi's yeah. office now, right. but like, it was Stamkos. That's where Stamkos <laughs> was scoring a lot of his goals, like early on. Yeah, so, Stamkos was voted voted out his second term. Ovechkin took over. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. So, hey, we're getting political here. Yeah. yeah. The, what's our rule, John? No politics. No politics. <laughs> that's as close to as a close November, as we get. Yeah. November political reference you'll get. Um, yeah, I just – and especially, too, with that power play. I mean, they have so many combinations they could throw at you. And if yeah. you get a guy on the right circle – they have Tyler Johnson there now on some of the duty as a right-handed shot on that left-hand side. And he does a decent job, but he's not Stamkos. He, he's they, not Steven Stamkos. Well, so. and so going back to game two on the power play stuff, those two, those two power play goals, uh, the first two, um, what struck me was they really made an attempt to get the puck across the middle of the ice and get Kadobin to like, loses position a little bit i mean on the palat goal like he was way off in you know the stand somewhere it was empty net but <laughs> yeah. um, on the first goal uh with point like it was a real quick bang bang five to six foot pass that just kind of got kadobin to move his feet one way and then the other and it opened up like that whole left side of the net um you know and point bangs at home so I thought that was interesting. Like it, it looked like they were making a concerted effort to use different options other than Kucherov on the right hand side and you know Hedman or Sergachev up top, um, and and get Kadobin moving laterally to open them up. It was pretty interesting. I actually like. I was sitting there watching it and I actually yelled at the TV. Like they opened them up. Like it was, <laughs> it was pretty, I don't know. I was excited. <laughs> especially, especially since Kadobin plays so far deep in his net, it almost looked like Kadobin was further out this game. I guess maybe mm. someone told him like, Hey, you're playing a little deep to move you up a little bit just to prevent, you know, some of the, inside stuff and now they're working cross ice now yeah. so it it'll be interesting to see you know how how he kind of maintains his distance to the net this game especially yeah. now that tampa they kind of figured out i i would say both goalies at this point they got got if you will like <laughs> the, the players the players the players i think all have confidence now they're not that that kind of uh you know goalie yeah. in your head thing i think both yeah, teams don't have yeah. that at this point yeah they don't have that yeah, they don't have that psychological advantage anymore. Yeah. No. I mean, the cup is staring at him from up top. It almost looks like a uh, scene from Batman. I know. It's standing there. It's so weird. I thought it was kind of yeah. It was it. It reminded me of like uh, medieval times or something. <laughs> like like even more so. You know, even than the hokey like the Vegas Golden Knights. The that stupid thing that they do before every game where they oh they, that's cool man Come they on. like. 
have Stop. the might fight like the other team in effigy or whatever and like it's like medieval time this was even worse because it's like the trophies up there on this platform for the players to see like this is what you're playing and dying for like you know <laughs> it's almost like iron chef like that guy's at the top you know like yeah everybody yeah down in the in the uh chef stadium there <laughs> hey this is what you guys play for yeah, you, big onion you're gonna I'm have about to, to bite into. Yeah, you're gonna have to use <laughs> uh, this octopus and these oranges <laughs> and How, make food I, for the Stanley Cup. I bet you Quidobin <laughs> though. I bet you he, he looks like a type of guy that would love a good lunch in medieval times with the big beers and the big turkey legs. Oh yeah, I bet you he was excited. <laughs> and he would just walk around without a shirt on. And he was like. <laughs> He'd be all sweaty and like he'd have a big beer in one hand and the turkey leg in the other. And they'd be chasing him around. Sir, sir, please put your shirt back on. And he's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. More beer. I'm not going home. Yeah. Well, it seems like a good time to uh, make another reference to some popular culture. By saying that um, we're not fucking leaving. We're not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast a... <laughs> will continue yeah. after the Stanley Cup. So be sure that you guys are listening. We're going to put out uh, new episodes every week. So we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep it keep it coming. We've got loads of stories and stuff from our league and everything to talk about. Uh, and on that note, I think we should share one. So um, I think I'm so, going to pass the stage to Rigsby here. Yeah. So so this came up. It was prompted by uh, a story that I saw on Facebook about a kid. I forget what part of the country it was in, but uh, they actually went back to school. Like they're physically in school. And uh, they have to wear masks, right? Because this is COVID-19 time. And uh, – he he's wearing his mask in gym class and it happened to be a mask from uh hooters the <laughs> restaurant bar that some of us have frequented uh several times yeah great wings every coat every coaching <laughs> clinic eric and i have ever been to <laughs> there it is one of us has a golf bag from hooters <laughs> so that's right <laughs> So I saw people the, forget. <laughs> I saw Bachelor the, parties I are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Okay, here you go. Here you I wasn't go. even Give me there. That. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I know that story. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the kid has his mask on, and um, uh, teacher or principal is like, "That's inappropriate. You got to take it off or turn it backwards or whatever." And so the kid's dad finds out and he's like, why is that inappropriate? Like, what's wrong with that? And so I sent it to the guys here on the group text. And then it, it got me thinking about um, the time when uh, John Walker and I were coaching together. This is when my son was still in mites and we went to a tournament uh, down in uh, Ocean City, the the Mites Beach Bash. Hopefully, we don't get in trouble for saying 
which term it was or where it was. <laughs> Probably not. Nobody listens anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so uh, you know, when you go away to these tournaments, it, 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 whether it's us, you know, our teams, you know, the, the men's league teams, or if it's, you know, when we're coaching the kids, we always try to do stuff, right? We try to do lunches and dinners and, um, you know, if it's our teams, like we hang out at different bars and stuff. If it's, you know, teams that I'm coaching or John and I were coaching back in the day, we'd set stuff up with the parents and go, you know, different things. So on the Saturday of the tournament, we were like, let's, let's get the whole team out to lunch. You know, let's figure out where to go. We're like, we're in ocean city. We're playing, uh, at the carousel hotel, which has a little sheet of ice in it. It's the only sheet of ice in that part of the state of Maryland. Um, <laughs> That's right. And so we're like, we're up in North Ocean City, Maryland. Let's go to the Hooters in, in North OC. So we get all the parents together, all the kids, and we go there. And they give us, like, they have, like, this upstairs loft area, right, that kind of has a nice view of a little it's not a marina like there's all these townhouses with uh boat slips and stuff so you can like on the bay the side of it yeah, yeah on the bay side yeah. of ocean city so you know we're in the hooters and you know get some wings and some beers and stuff right well turns out john and i are the only ones that order beers of the adults that were there <laughs> and, and and mind you we played our games for that day we were done yeah we're done we're done for the day we like, were it's we were done for the day lunch. and like let's this is a a mini vacation. We, right. we wanted let's to have enjoy a good ourselves. Time at Hooters, let's have we a weren't, beers we weren't ordering wings. fireball shots or anything no, crazy. Not being crazy. Gotta, that was at the cool. that was at the hotel yeah. bar later. That was <laughs> like, that's way what this is about. Way after but, the kids were tucked away. Yeah. But like later, like we're talking about it. Why didn't the parents, you know, have a good time have at a lunch. Pop or two. Like, yeah, right. Have just a pop have or a couple two. beers or something. That's what it's about, right? Like it doesn't matter where we go as hockey people. That's kind like, of weird to me, actually. Right? It's that it nobody was enjoyed weird. a beer. Yeah, right. It was weird. Like <laughs> and I don't know if I've seen probably half of those kids to this day after that that season. Hmm. I think a lot of those kids either went other places or stopped playing. It, it all stemmed from you having beers at Hooters. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, they don't have the right attitude. They're not teaching them properly. Well, and that's the thing. It's like we always we always talk about like hockey community, right? Like we're all in this together. It's it's players, coaches, parents, people that work at the rink, officials, volunteers, everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody, yep. right? It takes all everyone. So everybody should have a good time. Everybody should have fun. But anyway, like the Hooters mass kid story like it just <laughs> it jogged my memory and i was like oh i remember that time john and i took all the kids and their families to hooters <laughs> and we were the only ones drinking at lunch <laughs> well and the and the worst thing is like none of the parents expected us to babysit or anything like that but it was right. more comical because it was eric and i's party kind of you know we were having a few pops or two and then before you know it we look around and there are a bunch of people with like waters and diet sodas. Yeah. Like, this is my party. What's Unreal. going on here? Yeah. Is this a yeah. hockey tournament or what? Yeah, like, what's going what is on? going on? What's going on here? <laughs> but then the comical thing is later in the tournament, 
and we're definitely not saying names. <laughs> they were downstairs watching other games because, like Eric, Eric said, at the hotel, the rink, you could actually kind of stand out from where your room is on the balcony there, look down, and watch the games. That's there were cool. quite a few parents enjoying a cocktail or two. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and there were some that were even walking around with their coffee cups. And it wasn't I mean, a cup of joe. No, no. No, no. There was... No, yeah. no. It was not... It wasn't coffee. It wasn't uh, cold cold brew or whatever the kids drink now. <laughs> well, that was, was... Yeah, this was like, what? Six, seven years ago? Something like that? Yeah, it was a it, while ago. It was a ago. while ago. Yeah. It might have so, even yeah. been that first beach bash... Pre-cold yeah. brew. Pre-cold brew. I heard somebody hit the cooler a minute ago here. Yeah, I just had to tap the Rockies. Oh, boy. <laughs> Breaking out the Silver bullets. bullet. Yeah. People all over the world, join hands. Yeah, the train must Start be driving by your house, train. Danny. That's right. Train. Train's coming by the tracks. Going to freeze your freeze your driveway. Better put some ice melt out. We'll probably get a DMCA notice now because I sang part of the song. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I don't think it was good enough to hit no, the No, no, it's not going to trigger. It's not going to trigger the bots. No, they're not going to find it. They they can hop on the sponsorship if they want. And anyone is more than welcome. Also, I guess to pivot really quick here, talking about you know people in the wrong place hit it really quick, you know, beings as the cup finals almost over and free agency and all that's on the horizon. There's going to be a lot of flux with a lot of teams, uh, especially, you know, seeing how, how many of those teams are a going to spend to the cap and then what teams aren't even going to hit close to that. Did anyone see the news out of St. Louis that they are advising Alex Petrangelo to do free agency? Is that yeah, crazy? They, yeah, they're telling the me? shop around. I think oh, it's I crazy. He's he's a great player. My my only defense of St. Louis on that one is he's on the wrong side of thirty. You already won a cup, mm-hmm. and if you are a team like St. Louis, where a lot of those guys that are older, Petrangelo being one, you already had to get rid of Jake Allen, unfortunately, and I think he played a better playoffs than Bennington. So do you think they're kind of retooling already in St. Louis, or do you think this may have been part of their plan all along? <laughs> that was a mighty crack. And Rigsby answers. <laughs> a mighty crack. I'm sorry I missed all that. I was getting a beer. That's okay. That's, a, that's what uh, Petrangelo is doing right now. He's probably just getting, he's gonna be, getting he's some gonna, suds. He's going to be getting beers in Toronto. Who are they moving out though? Who who are they going to move out to uh, accommodate that? Engvall, Janssen. <clears throat> oh, so all their guys on the third line. Yeah, they can move out all those bottom six type of guys and bring him but in. But then they don't have anybody in the bottom six. Well, yeah, but they could find. <laughs> you look, man. They could back See, I, I have, I actually, from the Marlies. Yeah, look, man. A bunch uh, of guys on entry levels. There are very few bottom six players in the forward lines in the league that aren't interchangeable. Okay. There are some, right. That like there, there are third line centers that are border borderline irreplaceable on certain lineups. Right. But when you also say that's for a small window too, like you don't, you don't see 
you don't see like a third line guy his entire career and you're like, man, you need him to win a cup. It's more, I see a window of about three to four years where that guy, you're like, I need a guy like him. Here, here's my thing. Being, being close to like a lot of, uh, like Washington Capitals blog people and Twitter people and stuff. There's, there's a lot of emotional attachment to some of those bottom six players that to me is like completely irrational. Like, yeah, you, you want to root for those guys cause they're hard workers and they contribute sometimes or whatever. But when it comes down to like constructing a roster, you know, move them in, move them out. Uh, don't give Jay him. Jay Beagle is your dog. Don't get, dude. I have I have a signed picture of him right underneath yeah. of Daniel Alfredson. By the way, when he was with the when uh, uh, Beagle was with John. the Hershey Hawk. Bears. Don't trigger I don't, wanna, I don't even want to hear about Daniel Alfredson. I got I got semi heated when I saw that the Senators are bringing back the old logo to make it their new logo, and the picture they used was Daniel Alfredson. <laughs> it, it triggered me a little bit hey, seeing hey, that guy. You know who else shot a puck at some people? Pat who? Maroon. Pat Maroon. Pat Maroon of Tampa Bay. Oh, that's right. He got at a the uh, end of game one. The... Do you yeah. hate him now? Do you hate him? Now? I was never a big Pat Maroon <laughs> fan. I like him. I think he's a good player, but I'm not. He's a guy. I actually think I, I'm actually almost happy that the NHL marketplace didn't jump over. A, for a guy like that because he just won a cup he was a big part but he only got a million dollars one year to go to tampa bay well, now he may get make another cup out of it i mean that's no another argument no offense to him but like have you seen him skate yes okay <laughs> there's a reason he's called big rig yeah like there's a reason <laughs> Don't don't Not we have a uh, wrong with that. don't we have a maroon cosplayer amongst us? Was that was it maroon that you you played no, in the no, commercial? No 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 no. no, no, no. It was <laughs> um. Oh my god! It, it was the St. Louis I'm, guy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was St. Louis guy. I'm completely spacing. Come on, TV star. Oh, oh was it a Pollock? Was Roman? Yeah, it was Roman Pollock. Roman Pollock. That's yeah, right. Roman Pollock. Because your actual doppelganger is Todd Bertuzzi. Or so. Justin Schultz. <laughs> You're burnt. Justin Schultz with the cup in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. But yes, I <laughs> yes, I did for uh, 12 hours one day. I played a St. Louis Blues <laughs> Roman Polak. You know, we should we should have talked about the fact that you guys are rooting for Tampa and I'm rooting for Dallas just because you guys are rooting for Tampa. <laughs> I'm not all right. I'm not rooting for Tampa. I'm rooting against Corey Perry. <laughs> yes. I'm rooting for Steven Stamkos. Hopefully he plays at least like a power a play. A power yeah. play in the cup final. I'm rooting for Victor Hedman. I used to not like that guy, but Hedman? Yeah, I used to not like him, but like over the last couple years, maybe like three, four years, like that guy, I mean, how does a guy that big move that well, have those hands, have 
like he's so smart. Like that guy's unbelievable. Great you were defenseman. Ta- you were talking about how big he was the other day. I didn't actually realize it until I saw him like in like a big pile. <laughs> oh, he's like, huge. Oh my god, that guy's <laughs> massive. Giant. He's a giant, <laughs> man. And then he skates like the wind. Yeah. Like, how does that guy move that well? So I want Hedman to win. I want Stammer to win. Kucherov's impressed me. He's at least done the work this playoffs. He deserves mm-hmm. to win. I really Point. love I really love John Cooper. But that's who I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for Tampa. I'm not rooting. I mean, yeah, Tampa has to win for those guys to win, to win. But like Coop, Stammer, Hedman, like, yeah, let's go. Well, and, I'm just, and, and plus they're making it interesting. And Braden Point, well, man. Braden Point. So I do guy, like Braden Point. That guy has to be playing through some kind of injury right now, and he still looks decent. He's still doing shit. Scored power play goal in game two. Like, let's come on, man. Tampa. So this is the other thing about Tampa, Danny versus Dallas thing. (laughs) Everybody is this is a copycat. (laughs) Hold on, wait. Let me finish my point. And it's true. It's a copycat league. So how many teams after this year? Let's say Dallas wins teams will go fuck the analytics it doesn't matter because analytics don't fucking matter we we suck at all our analytics we'll hire a bunch of players you don't score in the fucking regular season and who fucking cares that's what i want to see anarchy tampa tampa (laughs) tampa plays tampa plays a very sexy brand of hockey and also i like the fact that everyone on their team contributes they have like they have eric chernak and kevin shattenkirk and the way they play it's a Coleman, great style of hockey. Yeah, Kalandra, Goodrow, Goodrow, Shirelli, Yanni Point, Gord, Yanni Gord. Yeah, all they, those guys. They you know play what? A great style of hockey. I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. <laughs> Let's go, Dallas. <laughs> Just to spite you guys. <laughs> hey, you know what? I called. I already called Tampa in 04, so I he can't did. root for them this again. This is true. This oh is a God. true story. Sixteen no. years ago. Sixteen years ago. Preseason. This guy is a Penguins fan, and then in preseason, preseason before preseason, no games were even played yet. This guy says, "I think Tampa's going to take it." That's what he says. He said, "I think Tampa's going to take it before any preseason games went," and he got it right. They fucking won. So Daniel Daniel was like the turtle man ever. wrangling turtles up, <laughs> <laughs> calling Tampa like, Bay. He's like, Rain, I would have bet on he's it. He's like Rain Man yeah, yeah. calling Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, guys, I want Dallas to win, and then I yes. want to win, and then I want Dallas to win, and then I want Tampa to win, so that we'll go to a game seven. Game yes. seven. I think we can all agree on that. Seven. I think we all agree. Like game seven, game seven yes. is where it's so, at. As long as I go right to game seven. If we go to Game that. Seven, listeners, pay attention. If there is a Game Seven in the Stanley Cup Finals, we will not be dropping the ep- the episode on Wednesday. It'll be coming out on Thursday, so that we can watch the game on Wednesday and do a podcast while we watch. So be ready for that. If we go to Game Seven, podcast is coming out on Thursday, and it'll be a game podcast. So there you go. That's what I want to see. I want to see it go to Game Seven because yes. Game Sevens are awesome. Game seven. Here, here. Stanley Cup final. Let's go. Yep. Overtime, preferably. Hopefully, yeah, and then Tampa <laughs> wins it. 
and then Tampa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> game Baby seven. Shaking his head let's again. say Mm-mm-mm. game. Wait, game seven. Incorrect. Let's say it's, say it's uh, a nine-one route of Tampa. <laughs> Steven Stamkos puts the puck in his own net just to make it seem more fair for Dallas. And, and, you know, we'll call it that way. How about that. I don't. I don't like where this podcast is going. I, I think I'm going to get off here. <laughs> hey you shouldn't get off of here we got plenty of cool stuff coming up here we got to talk about this tournament that we're gonna all be playing in uh about a month or so from now yes who wants to talk about what's coming up so the veteran the johnstown <laughs> veteran so yes I've been, going, I've been going since the first year that uh our beer league buddies have been putting together teams to go up to lovely Johnstown, Pennsylvania. One of the meccas of hockey. Oh, some, would, oh some, some would say the <laughs> second play, gem of Western PA. It's time we, for the annual pro- pilgrimage. We, we play at the War Memorial in downtown Johnstown where they filmed the movie, the hockey movie, Slapshot. Okay. One. <laughs> Let's the make term. that very clear. The, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we don't recognize whatever happened after that there's only one slap shot movie right so the tournament is at the war memorial where they film slap shot the tournament is called the slap shot cup it draws teams from all over the place you know uh buffalo all over Western PA because it is in Johnstown. It's only Germany like an, slash Carolina. It's only, it's only like an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Ger. Okay. The Germans, which was just a bunch of Americans that spent like a couple years in the army over in Germany. So they called themselves the German team, but they were actually based like in Fort Bragg or something. Thank you for that, your service, but that, you're Americans. Yeah, but that was a disappointment. Sorry. <laughs> because we were all jazzed up to play team germany uh (laughs) so we've been going up there for a couple years it's a great weekend anybody that's played the game knows that tournament uh weekends are some of the most fun hockey you're going to play as a kid or or as an adult it doesn't it doesn't matter because you go away you're away from life you're away from school you're away from work you go away and all you're doing is uh, hanging out with your teammates and playing hockey. It's probably as close as you can get to like being a pro on a road trip, right? Yep. You're it's in the, the best. Ho- you're in the hotel. You have roommates in the hotel. You break Some things your... in the hotel. Well, come on now. <laughs> like, their conditioning was already broken. <laughs> 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 they're not they're not putting us up at hotel the, x let's the, just say that we broke we well i didn't break it john <laughs> broke it but john broke the secondary air conditioning which happened yes. to be the mini the fridge the mini fridge all right we can't we, we can't spoil all the stories though so we got to save some of the stuff so aaron when is the tournament it is the weekend of october 23rd it's going to be all three days. 23rd is going to include the drive up to Johnstown, and then probably a game. 24th, we're probably going to end up playing a couple games. 25th, 
Maybe Hope, a game, maybe two games. <laughs> Hope, hopefully not. Hopefully we're not in the championship and we can just go home because <laughs> we're going to be wanting to go home. But <laughs> so the other thing we want to mention is that we're going to be uh, doing some guests soon. Um, we're not really sure how soon. Like We don't really have a timeline for this yet, but um, we're thinking that we, we are, are going to bring on some of the folks from our men's league because there's a bunch of interesting stories to tell. We got some pretty interesting characters in our league and we're gonna we're gonna showcase a few of them, I think, and not just from our league, uh, other folks that we know in the hockey world as well, too. So that's that's in the works. All right, guys, that's it for tonight. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. And also, don't forget if Dallas and Tampa go to Game Seven, we will be recording the podcast on Wednesday during Game Seven which means the pod will post on Thursday instead of on Wednesday. So no matter what happens in the series, we'll see you sometime next week.